It's the Degreeable Podcast. Well, howdy there, howdy partners. I've just knocked the microphone. That means it's time for Degreeable. 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 <laughs> I love the way you said it, dude. Hello. Um, so, yeah, we're on the podcast. Um, on the podcast. It's now quarter to one on yeah. a Sunday night monday sunday, morning sunday 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 morning um oh it's monday shit <laughs> yeah it's actually monday damn I actually, weird back when i was at school i used to hate mondays because you know the connotations of monday back to tell school me why i don't like monday tell me why Woo! um but now i love it because i because i don't actually have a job <laughs> All I, right. I wake up thinking ah fresh new week Another week of disappointment. It's all right re- for some. Being rejected. Yeah, coming from Mr. I get a new job every day. Great. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> Piss off. It's Dick. easy like me on a Dick. Sunday morning. Right, so one thing we're going to do. We've said we're going to do it a couple, for the past couple oh, of episodes. We are going to do a... Have you broken your microphone? Yes, you keep talking. I'm going to fix my microphone. <laughs> um, we're actually going to, at some point, um, during this uh, podcast, we will do a photograph... Um, I love what I said. A photograph. We're going to take a selfie, basically. So a podcast selfie. But first, let me take a selfie. So <laughs> <laughs> let me take a selfie. Uh, so yeah, we've got a selfie um, coming up. Um, so we can uh, do that. Uh, one thing which I want to do actually within this podcast, as a little bit of a weird thing, I don't know if we even know if we've got any listeners at all. But if we do, actually no, I do. I do know we've got some listeners because we do have one Joe, listener first in Australia. R- sorry, my microphone's fixed again. I'm gonna have to butt in here. First Thanks. rule of podcasting: don't say we haven't got any listeners. You've just ruined everything. I give up. Goodbye. I'm gone. Bye. <laughs> I don't know. I don't pay attention to the stats. It's not I my can't job. Work. Yeah, it's actually my job. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Um, but I do know we do have one follower in Australia because we spoke to him um, in last week's episode. Um, actually, it was two weeks ago, wasn't it? Oh, it was last week, wasn't it? It was last week. I'm getting confused. Yeah, it was last week, wasn't it? Um, yeah, so hello. Hello. Um, so we spoke to Doug in Australia. Um, so we're going to quickly take a selfie, but... Sorry, selfie moment. I'm taking the, taking the cheesy selfie. I've got my Romeo and Juliet picture behind me as well. So that's great. Uh... Brilliant. Anyway, so there what were we saying? Uh, so yeah, no. Uh, one thing which I want to do is actually kind of do a little bit of a weird thing of... Um, to add a bit of a visual element to the podcast, which I, I know ruins the whole point of any kind of radio type based thing <laughs> my stand is so squeaky i'm so Stop sorry moving your microphone i can't help um, it i'm sorry <laughs> you're really really irritating um anyway <laughs> um no so i want to kind of do like a weird selfie thing of like i've actually you know doing thanks um like thank yous to um anyone who's listening or kind of putting little shout outs to um anyone who's listening who wants to come up with a good idea for Hold a topic on. for us to discuss Hold on. are you saying as a thank you to listeners they're going to be able to see a picture of us yes okay Okay, right, move on. Please uh, continue. I think it's a good idea. No, okay. no, no. Do you mean like, can we just write, off, write their name or something? I don't know. I just, I, I haven't thought it through yet. I'm, well, we actually I'm now have, we now have a Facebook page, don't we? So we'll upload it we to do. the Facebook page. Yeah, we'll upload it to uh, Facebook page. Facebook page, um, just search Degribble, you'll find you'll it. You'll find it, yeah. yeah. Um, we'll, we'll put it in the description for this podcast. As yeah, well, so this podcast, um, we are going to discuss an awesome, 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 awesome man. Um, famous actor um, Liam Neeson he's probably the best man in the world he's my idol can you he's imagine not. Liam Neeson as your best man at your wedding that <sighs> would just be fantastic yeah, I, t- I tell you you feel this, like you're having the safest wedding out there yeah no you come down the aisle and then he'll be like um, 
Good luck. With your wedding? <laughs> no, good luck. With your marriage? That's what he'd say. That'd be great. Can, can, you, can you imagine if he's the, uh, you know, your, your uh, father-in-law and he comes, you know, he walks her down the aisle and he turns around to you and goes, uh, you know, if you, if you do hurt her, I will find you. I will kill you. I will kill you. I would have you literally run out at that point. I mean, I give, I give up on this shit. This is just too high maintenance. <laughs> What's fantastic about Liam Neeson is before Taken, which really, you know, skyrocketed his already quite good career, before he did Taken, he did uh, Star Wars, Episode 1, Phantom Menace. He was in Schindler's, he was amazing. Schindler's List, which was probably my favourite film. Schindler's List is probably one of my favourite films of all time. Have you ever seen Schindler's List? Yeah. Oh, I mean, he plays um, Schindler in that, and he's absolutely fantastic. I think he won... Schindler. Did he win the Oscar for that? I think he was nominated. But he was fantastic. I mean, he already had a... Re- I, I don't know why, but that just reminds me of um, Schrodinger's Cat. Of who? Schrodinger's Cat. Schrodinger's Cat. Hmm. Have you never heard of that? Is that Big Bang Theory? Uh, it's quoted in Big Bang Theory. Yes, it is. What's the, what's the story behind it again? It's Remind about... Me. Um, like Schrodinger's Cat, the theory of that is... If you have a cat in a box, you don't know if it's dead or alive until you open the box. So if you can relate that to certain situations, you don't know whether something's going to be... For example, say there's something you have to do, you don't know if it's going to be better or worse oh, until you do it. I've never I've never known that's what the meaning was behind yeah. that before. That's really it, cool. It's pretty much kind of a point of taking risks and actually go out there and doing it and... Yeah. I, just, I just need to point out that Joe has now put his sunglasses on, so he means business. And like ten minutes ago, Joe was like about to fall asleep. He was so he was, he was slumped over the table. He was so tired. He was fed up. But now he's had a really cheap energy drink. He's now like on top of the world, Mixed ready up. to rock, ready to rock with his dick out. But uh, anyway, back to Liam rock Neeson. Rock out my cock out, yeah. Rock out your cock I'm out. I'm so excited. Oh great! He's Woo! singing now. He's singing. Um, um, anyway, I'm on fire. Um, I'm on fire. Anyway, so Liam Neeson. So what did you what did you want to say about Liam Neeson then, Joe? That's all right. Uh, what did you want to What do you want to say about Mr. Neeson? Yeah, Liam Neeson. Um, I watched a film. Um, I think it's his latest film. Possibly, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's a film of his uh, released this year. Non-stop. I've watched it. Re- um. Now you have to be careful not to spoil this. Gonna, yeah, I'm. I'm going to be really careful. I'm going to do everything I can to not, not seen include Stop. any spoilers for anyone listening or for Colin or me. He He's it. holding my leg. I'm scared. Oh, I've seen it. Um, it's rated quite well. Actually, it's got a seven point one out of ten rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's about sixty percent, which means it's a fresh rating. I mean, for a film like Nonstop, is isn't it? From what I can gather, it's a whodunit sort of film, isn't it? Like, you're guessing throughout the film who the main villain is. Yeah, it is. I mean, so pretty much... Okay, to give you a summary, um, it's a film directed by uh, Jaume uh, uh, Colazzaro. Um, I think I've pronounced the name He's right He's Spanish, and he has a really weird name. Yeah. He also directed Unknown, which is also a Liam Neeson it film. It is also Liam Neeson. Um, which wasn't as good as Taken, but it's still pretty good. I really like what he's done with this film, because what he does is he plays on... Our own nature to judge. Our own nature to judge. Okay. Um, I said how I could describe it. It's, it's okay. So it's the principle of if you're in an airport, yeah, and you're being a bit paranoid about the safety of your trip on that airplane. So many British people these days, because of all the things we've had, like all the media, all the publicity that's been in a cup based since since you know cup obviously everything with the two towers. You know, obviously September the eleventh. Um, yeah, you know, back in, you know, back in uh, two thousand one. Back in two thousand one, yeah. I was trying to think, two thousand one. Um, that was a long time ago. Um, so yeah, thirteen years ago. Um, 
but you know, ever since then, so for all that time, everyone's quite paranoid about all that stuff still a little bit. I think. Um, how can I say everyone is still really paranoid a little bit? That so does make sense. You're saying people, um, people's paranoia about getting on planes. Um, or just just being in them kind of situations, you know. So, yeah. You know, well, there's you, no escape. Using the subway and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just weird. Um, yeah, you know, using the underground, should I say, not subway. Um, I'm not in America. Um, but um, so you know, when you see scenes of like have in this, you know, you'll see the character. Um, you've got the kind of Middle Eastern um, guy wearing a turban, um, and you know, you start, but you straight away start judging that character. Um, and you kind of judge the different characters by how they're presented, you know, as to who's good, who's bad. And you, you kind of start trying to piece it together for yourself. And what he keeps doing is he keeps showing you these characters and you start to think the worst of them. And then he makes you feel guilty by showing actually that they're one of the best in the yeah, you know, in this scenario. Now, I'm not going to say anything about any particular characters. Um, but yeah, it's really good the way it works. Like, you know, there's characters who... He portrays as good, and you start thinking, no, no, they're going to be the baddie because they're good, and you yeah. start doubting yourself. And so the whole film, you're guessing all the way through. It is one of the best whodunit kind of scenarios that I've ever seen, mm. and you, it's kind of because you can't get put to the point. This is down to Liam Neeson, you know, quite a lot as well because how good an actor he is, I think. But you kind of get put in his position, so you're thinking of it from his side, in the sense where he's being put in a position where he's being blackmailed uh, or the, yeah, they're being blackmailed the airline is um, to transfer 150 million dollars um, into an offshore account for these uh, terrorists if you, know, if you like um, him being the air marshal or one of the air marshals you know he's there and he's trying to figure it out and try and resolve it and he's questioning everything and it gets to the point where you start actually you know even questioning um, it, yeah, if you think about it in your shoes you almost question yourself Hmm. it's weird the way it happens and you question you know you question from every single character and you then start going back and questioning characters who die as to okay were they the baddie well, who, who is it and you you, ca- you can't make head on top of it until right at the end and you finally f- find actually it's probably the person you kind of thought of at first yeah and then you find out it is actually that person and it's the wow. person, but it's the person who, at first, you least suspect. Mm. But there's something about that character. I mean, for me at least, I'm quite cynical when I watch these kind of things. So I watch them. I'll see the character who looks innocent, looks to be, you know, the guy who's going to be just a goodie or something like that, you know, whatever. And I'll be like, no, that's a baddie. Yeah. And I'm quite. I, I can be right quite a few times when I watch these kind of films because I love these kind of films and I'm a uh, cynical bastard yeah um, um well it sounds like a film i would enjoy then like you know it's the, those sort of whodunit films you're always looking for how a director deals with a scenario because those whodunit films have been done to death really if you'll pardon the, no, the pun. The, this, this is a really fresh and yeah. really new take on it and i mean it's, it's 106 minutes of absolute i've heard intense lot, i've heard a lot of people yeah. criticize the ending but don't tell me what happens at the end but a lot of people say the ending's really stupid and over the top no not at all I mean, in fact, the the ending is really nice because it actually just shows it as going. But it's, it's just normality. I mean, is it is Liam Neeson convincing? Because I've heard he plays an air marshal, mm-hmm. and I've heard that I think the age limit for air marshals is fifty, but he's fit like I think he's nearly sixty. Liam Neeson, so he's the character's actually he's actually playing a character who's too old to be an air marshal. Is he believable as someone who could be an air marshal? Yeah, hundred percent. Really, one hundred percent. 
does he? I'm guessing he plays an American. Uh, no, Irish. I don't think he can be Irish if you want to be a US Air Marshal. No, he's technically Irish, but he served in the American Army, I think. I don't think. I think he must. Be. Is it like because Liam Neeson just has this like growly voice? Is it that like you can't even tell what his accent is? <laughs> no, no, no. They do make reference to um, him being Irish. Yeah. Oh, okay. Luckily Irish, I guess. Um, well, that's cool. I'm really. I mean, I'm not going to move on. Yeah, but I mean, I just want to say like that. that. I mean, I've wanted to watch that film since I saw it. The trailer for it was looked fantastic. And it's obvious what all these, you know, um, sh- uh, film studios and directors are trying to do. They're all trying to exploit the success of the Taken films. Because, you know, since he did Taken and Taken 2, which uh, was absolutely rubbish compared to the first one, um, he's been in quite a few, like, you know, hard, well, not hardcore, but loads of uh, action film where he plays a hard man. As I said, he was in Unknown, which was also directed by... Um, What's his name? Jorme Collette, whatever his name is. Uh, Jorme Collette, Sarah. And unknown is um, it's not who done it, but it's a mystery. Like, like this is the point I want to get onto. Like with with unknown, basically Liam Neeson wakes up and he doesn't know who he is, and no one knows who he is either. And so you're trying to figure out oh, what's actually happened. Who is he? And then obviously it all becomes it's all revealed at the end. And with this who done it film non-stop, it seems like a similar sort of thing. Like you're guessing right to the end. What, who's done it or what's happened is it one of those films like once you've seen it once you wouldn't be able to watch it again because you know who did it no I'd want to watch it again currently I've only watched it once so I think you'd definitely want to watch it another like I guess another two times something like that just so you can really kind of analyse it I mean I did see a study recently which showed that people actually prefer spoilers to no spoilers like if someone like you know hears or reads a spoiler for a film they're still going to watch the film anyway, even with the spoiler. And it still doesn't, it doesn't ruin their enjoyment of the film because they can, because now they know what the twist is at the end, they'll be able to watch the film, you know, in a different mindset. Like they're always watching that particular character who, you know, the twist yeah. involves. It's a bit like The Sixth Sense. Um, yeah. I'm going to spoil The Sixth Sense because it's been like 20 years now. If you haven't seen this, if you haven't seen The Sixth Sense, I'm going to spoil it. So stop listening. Three, two, one. So Sixth Sense, obviously Bruce Willis is dead obviously yep. and that's the whole thing for the whole film and i i only saw the sixth sense a few years ago and i already knew what the twist was because everyone talks about it anyway and even though i knew the twist was it was fascinating watching it because obviously he doesn't know he's dead and the audience doesn't know he's dead till the end and he interacts with these characters and you see actually you figure out oh my god yeah he actually isn't interacting with them they're not actually talking to them him are they no. and so even though i knew what the big twist was i still loved that film mm. so i don't know do you think if someone already knew what the twist well not the twist but if someone already knew who was the one who was causing all this havoc in non-stop they wouldn't enjoy it as much or would do you think they would still enjoy it as much is like is the, the the bit that makes it fun is it the who done it part like you're just guessing okay so with every film i think you know it's the fact that there's a element of the unknown which is what makes you love it on the first occasion watching it um every film's always ruined a little bit after you've seen it once um i mean it's very uh, rare that i'll watch a film more than once really there's only yeah. certain films that you have uh, to go back and watch again I, I think with this one you'd want to watch it another you know maybe another what two times something like that just to really kind of try and psychoanalyze it or i would personally because i i'm one of these people i quite quite like to psychoanalyze things or people um especially so I would probably Weird. land up psychoanalyzing the characters a little bit and uh, kind of looking at it from that way and actually trying to understand the mean, you know, kind of looking at the meanings behind it and 
you know, I, I'm really quite a bit of a film geek, so I would look at the cinematography aspect and things like that as well, probably at some point. So I would watch it personally another few times. I think other people would probably watch it, you know, two or three times just to, you know, kind of pick up on the little things which they would miss. Yeah. Um. So I'm, I'm also just reading, like, come some quotes from the film. And I remember always finding this one quite strange. Is, um, is, is your favourite quote where he turns up and goes, I will find you. I will kill you. Unfortunately, he doesn't say that. Oh, um, what? I'm out. I don't watch it now. But he does do some. No, he does do some freaking amazing shit. Um, yeah. But no, it's it's quite funny because the character um, who Liam Neeson plays, who's um, Agent Bill Marks or, or Marshal Bill what Marks, name. Um, he hates flying. Hold on, he's an air marshal who hates flying. Yeah. Okay. So he's there and he's like, I hate flying. The lines, the the crowds, the oh, delays. Yeah. Um, and he sat next to someone who's like, I always kind of like it. Six hours, one seat, nobody can get to you. Um, this kind of thing. And I, I don't know, I, I, I've read that quote and I'm now just thinking about it, like I've a different view on it. And th- that sense of you're not alone because you're around different people. So it's also generally, in a quite possibly no one that you know at all. So you could actually get used to speaking to, or you could just speak to complete strangers almost make a new world for them six hours but you, no one else can get hold of you yeah that would be kind of weird but awesome hmm. I don't know I, I like the idea of that I like the idea of being new for six hours new yeah what do you mean by new so everything else from your current existence is separated because you're isolated on this plane for six hours traveling. Yeah. And the only people you've got is these complete strangers around you. Yeah. That's perfect. I mean, I'm going right back to what I said about 10 minutes ago, but that's a perfect setting for a whodunit on the plane, isn't it? Yeah. As you said as well, because as you said, like, you don't know anyone, you know, it's quite a scary atmosphere because, you know, you're sort, you sort of feel vulnerable up in the sky and you don't know who to trust. I really want to see this film. I'm going to go watch it. I need to watch it. Is it on DVD yet? It must be out on DVD soon. Um, I think it already is. I have to look out for that because I need to watch that. I need to watch Liam Neeson goodness. Hell yeah. yeah. It's a good film. It's a good film. Yeah. Um, So what can we take from that film then? What is the... If you can sum up in a sentence or a couple of sentences, what what should we take from this film? So for me, I I think it is that kind of principle of how we personally as people, as human beings, actually judge other people and... For, for me the thing that I found really interesting about it watching it is actually the fact that all of what happens in the film or what makes it good is actually just understand the psychology behind humans and how we um, uh, you know the assumptions that we make and the judgments that we make of different characters the stere- you know how we stereotype by appearance and by the you know the first okay so when you meet someone new the way they act with them within that first kind of 30 seconds. Hmm. Have we, we actually like stereotyping that person by that? Yeah, because you decide, you decide in about 10 seconds or something whether you're going to, whether you like someone or not because first pressure, first impressions are so important. And it's, it's just weird. Like I've, I think that's a real good message from it because you see how you make judgments and assessments of people and then find out actually that you were wrong to hmm. judge that person that way. Um, bit for good reason or bad reason yeah. um but yeah i'd say that's the good the good thing about that film is it, it's really one if you want to kind of actually kind of i don't know maybe kind of find a deeper 
aspect of that for yourself or you know kind of I don't know, maybe gain a humble quite you know kind of humble view on like things like that and look at how you you know kind of interact with other people and how you you know kind of judge people and how you view people um that you know you know strangers to you whatever um it's a good film to watch because it will make you question that it will make you think about it hmm. and if it doesn't then you're not a human being and, and you're uh, you're scum and, um, and Liam Neeson's going to hunt you down. Yeah, Liam Neeson will then uh, give you a call up at some point and say, I will find you and I will kill you. Brilliant. That's, that, that's, a, that's a new uh, positive touch. Anyway, no, I've, I've rambled on enough, Colin. Brilliant. Well, that was awesome. You maybe want to watch this film even more now. And I'm not going to go fall asleep. I, energy drinks wearing off, man. And if there's any... any, I mean, if, if there's nothing else that would make you want to see this film, there's someone from Downton Abbey in it. Come on. Is it? Yeah, the girl in it. She's from Downton Abbey. Oh, wow. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. I, to be honest, I don't even watch Downton Abbey. I, I don't care. either, but I just know. She just looks like... she. She. I saw her and I was like, she looks like someone from Downton Abbey. And turns out she is. She shouldn't be. She's ginger. Great. Uh, so thank you for listening to episode 13 of Degreeable. I just stereotyped her for being ginger. Yes, you did, you scumbag. See, this film hasn't worked. It's a useless film. Don't watch it. So the moral, <laughs> the moral is, go and watch non-stop with Liam Neeson, because Liam Neeson is awesome. We will be back next week for more Degreeable goodness. Until then, bye. Goodbye. <laughs>